We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Clock sharp. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Friday, March 10th. We'll be telling you about a guilty plea in a Wichita, will be a guilty plea from the uh, Capitol insurrection. Those details are coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Colder air settled in across south central Kansas overnight. Temperatures will be running below average today. We're expected to stay dry, but wet weather returns this weekend. We'll talk about the timing of that here in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a cloudy sky. It is 33 degrees here on this Friday morning. A Wichita man sentenced after pleading guilty to taking part in the January 6th Capitol protests two years ago. 38-year-old Michael Eckerman pleaded guilty to one count of assaulting, resisting, or impeding law enforcement officers. Prosecutors say he witnessed people fighting with officers and encouraged them. They also said he took part in three breaches of police lines. He was sentenced to more than a year and a half in prison, two years supervised release, and he must also pay $2,000 in restitution. As we prepare for daylight saving time this weekend, the debate rages on. Some lawmakers are mocking the twice-yearly time-changing rituals. On Saturday night, we spring forward again, losing an hour of sleep but gaining that extra evening sunshine. However, some lawmakers have had enough of this back and forth, and it's one thing red and blue agree on. Democratic Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts and Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida are back with their Sunshine Protection Act. It would make daylight saving time permanent. Not everyone loves that idea, though. It would mean dark winter mornings. The Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act last year. It died in the House, though, after representatives heard from organizations like the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, which argued too much light later in the day can mess with the circadian rhythm and our sleep cycles. They argued for permanent standard time. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Kansas men's basketball coach Bill Self is going to miss the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City after going to the emergency room late Wednesday Doctors are calling it a standard procedure. Dr. Steve Stites, the chief medical officer at the University of Kansas Health System, said Coach Self did not have a heart attack, which some outlets had reported. But Coach Self did remain a patient yesterday. Dr. Stites also did not describe the nature of the extent nor the extent of the procedure, although Coach Self is expected to make a full recovery from whatever it is. More registered nurses in Wichita are going to unionize. Ascension Via Christi St. Joseph Hospital nurses voted to join a National Nurses Organizing Committee. The union says 350 nurses will now be represented in the Wichita area and will be elected to a team to conduct contract negotiations. 
President Joe Biden will try to settle an argument with the European Union today. A trade dispute is at the heart of a meeting today in Washington between President Biden and the EU's top official Ursula von der Leyen. She's worried subsidies and incentives for US companies coming out of the Inflation Reduction Act will divert jobs and investment away from Europe. It's reported a breakthrough could be on the cards, with a free trade-like status being granted to the EU. The two are also expected to discuss China and the prospect of tough sanctions if Beijing starts sending weapons to Russia. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The Parents' Bill of Rights is being debated again in Topeka. That would give parents control over what their students learn in school. Opponents argue it would allow students to opt out of low-performing classes or assignments. But supporters say it gives parents a say in what their children learn in the classroom. If passed, the bill would establish the parents' right to direct the education, upbringing, and moral or religious training of their children. It would also allow parents to object to any educational materials or activities and to remove their student from a class if it isn't part of the approved curriculum or if it goes against the parents' values. A spring break destination where the water is not good right now. And it's coming towards us. We know it's coming towards us. And we have time to think about it. And, of course, our full weather forecast heading into the weekend is coming up as well. It's 8.04 with Steve and Ted on KNSS. with Steve and Ted here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As spring breakers are hitting the beach, one hot spot in Florida has some troubling waters. Something is rotten in the state of Florida. At least it smells that way. 7,000 pounds of dead fish have washed up on Manatee County shores in recent days. That's just south of Tampa Bay. Crews are working to clean up the normally clear waters during an algae bloom known as red tide, which produces toxic or harmful effects on fish, marine mammals, birds, and even people. Tom Graham, Fox News. NASA has its eye on what it's calling a potential threat to planet Earth. It is hurtling through space. NASA says get ready. The organization's Planetary Defense Coordination Office. Yeah, that's a thing says there's an asteroid as wide as a football field that could impact Earth on Valentine's Day, 2046. The asteroid, named 2023-DW, is classified as a near-Earth object, which comes within 30 million miles of our planet. 2023-DW, according to NASA, could get as close as 1.1 million miles. But the watchers say this scenario is a 1 out of 10 on the Torino scale, 10 being OMG, which means on that Valentine's Day, love will never mean having to say, head for the hills. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. It's 8.09 with Stephen Ted on KNSS. We have a traffic accident being reported now. This is at Rock and Arnold. That is near McConnell Air Force Base, kind of on the north side of that there at Rock Road. So watch for a slowdown in that area. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And let's check in and get our weather forecast for the weekend with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A few clouds will make their way out of south-central Kansas this morning, becoming partly sunny today with a high 52. Clouding back up and breezy overnight. Tarlow near 40. 
Then light rain begins to move in during the day on Saturday. Windy at times with a high in the low 60s. Showers move out Saturday night with Sunday's high 51. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northeast under a cloudy sky. It is 33 degrees here on this Friday morning, March 10th. Coming up on 8-11 with Stephen Ted on KNSS, we are just a couple of days away from the next installment of Daylight Saving Time. Yeah, that's right, the clocks spring forward on Sunday. And as we usually get in the news cycle twice a year, some people don't care. Some people want to get rid of Daylight Saving Time. So the debate broils on. Let's find out more from Fox News Radio's Jessica Rosenthal this morning. And here we are, our uh, twice-yearly ritual, Jessica. Indeed, and I think uh, a lot of people have had it. They've had it for years. And the Senate agreed last year to the Protect Sunshine Act put forward by Senators Ed Markey of Massachusetts, a Democrat, and Marco Rubio, a Republican of Florida. So there's some bipartisan agreement here. And um, they want to adopt permanent daylight saving time year-round. This did not go over well in the House. It it stalled and then failed um, to move forward. Uh, One of the arguments that I think the House was hearing about was that if we're going to pick a time and stick with it, there are some who believe that we should pick standard time and stay with that year-round. There are some sleep scientists and neurologists, people in the medical community, who say the extra hour of sunlight on the back end of the day is not a good idea. It messes with our circadian rhythm, throws our clocks off. And, of course, parents with small children, uh, yours truly included, (laughs) are not necessarily huge fans of the idea of sending our kids to school at 8 in the morning uh, in darkness uh, during the winter months. So I don't know if this debate will, um, will ever be solved But uh, suffice it to say, there are plenty of people who are just tired of the actual ritual of changing the clock. But picking a time to stick with seems to be a little bit more sticky. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned one of the great arguments, too, that always gets brought up is the the darkness on the mornings of winter, which in Florida might not be as big a deal. But, boy, if you're in the Dakotas or Minnesota in the winter and it's dark until 10 o'clock in the morning, that's an issue. Exactly, and and we. I don't know if you've been to Alaska, but it's it's well. it's certainly uh, it's it's odd, right? Either in the morning, either in the winter or the summer, uh, really does throw you off. Um, so I I guess we we'll, we'll have to see because this issue keeps coming up every year, and the arguments keep shifting. You know, it used to be that um, that the argument was that we we change the clocks to save energy. Well, it's not 1918 anymore. It's not even 1973 anymore mm-hmm. when we've had these previous debates. So uh, energy consumption has, has shifted, and we turn on – we use energy in different ways, right? Even if we're not using, turning the lights on at 6 p.m., we might be using heating and cooling. Um, so, so all of that so – the, the argument keeps shifting, but um, <clears throat> it does seem like people are kind of over it. There are also studies that indicate that in November when we change the clocks back, there's an increase in accidents. Because we're all driving around at 5 p.m. and we're like, wait, wait, why is it dark? And then (laughs) in the springtime, when we move forward, there's some evidence, also some studies have suggested that there's an increased risk of heart attack and um, and other health issues um, when we lose that hour of sleep, that that throws us off. So uh, there's still a lot more to wade through here. But I don't know. How do you feel about it? Do you like this this ritual? I'm over it because my kids, you know, wake up at odd hours. 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure it affects me all that much, so I don't. I'm not sure I'm the right person to ask about it. It's it's fine with me. You know, I I went to college in Indiana where they didn't even change their clocks at all, so they were on Eastern time half the year and Central time half the year. So it, it and it's it's it causes confusion, but I'm not sure it's something that is in my top ten list of things to worry about. I went to college in Indiana too, and that was uh, I remember that calling my parents. <laughs> Wondering what what time am I calling you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Jessica, what's going on today in Greensboro, North Carolina? What's going on there? It's dreary and raining, but we did have some. We did have some, a warmer than expected February and early March, so we've got some blooms on the trees. We're looking for uh, hopefully a nice weekend, even though it's a little bit rainy. Nice, nice. Well, thanks for checking in with us, and have a great weekend. You too. And enjoy that extra hour of non-sleep you're not going to get. <laughs> That's Fox News Radio's Jessica Rosenthal live with us today from Greensboro, North Carolina, as we discuss a little bit of daylight saving time discussion. It is 8.15 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS from the police blotter. A 65-year-old man apparently really wants to let the state take care of him. Police say he went into a bank in Utah with a robbery note. Here's what it said on the note. Please pardon me for doing this, but this is a robbery. Please give me $1. Thank you. One dollar. And then he stood there and waited for the police to arrive. Oh, so this was an I wanted to be mm-hmm. arrested situation. He allegedly said okay. that if, if he, he wants to, obviously wants to be taken to jail, he said if he's released, he, would, he will keep robbing banks until he is eventually sent to federal prison. Okay. So he wants his bills paid, and he wants his little cot and meals there in prison, and that's what he's doing for. This is, this a, is a bank robbery, not the price six, is right, buddy. This is a buddy. 65-year-old guy in Utah doing this. <laughs> I'll take bank robbery for a dollar. Yeah, that's what he's doing, taking the low bid. Hey, we got the Academy Awards coming up on Sunday, the Oscars. 24 Oscars will be handed out to winners. And uh, we'll take a look at that. The small but hefty statuette. Over the course of the years, more than 3,100 of the statuettes have been handed out to the best actors, actresses, directors, cinematographers, costume designers, composers, all all the stars of the silver screen for the past year. The original Oscar statuette. Why is it called a statuette? Why did it just... Well, I guess it's because it's small. It's smaller than a statue, I guess. Uh, The original Oscar statuette was designed in 1927, and it was sculpted the following year. Loosely based on, do you know this? What, what's it based on? I, I don't know. I didn't know either. The figure is loosely based on a Mexican filmmaker and actor, Emilio Fernandez. Okay. Who was coaxed into posing for sketches for the original design by the MGM art director. All right. Draft sketches were then handed on to a young Los Angeles sculptor who produced the classic figurine. The Oscar statuette depicts a knight gripping a sword in both hands. It's on a circular base, which is decorated as a spool of film. I don't think I knew that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure I knew that either. Traditionally, the Oscar statuettes were cast in solid bronze and then plated in 24-karat gold. The process has changed with the latest advances in technology. It's a lot more complicated now. Uh, A a, uh, fine art foundry in New York is now producing the Oscars. They've been doing that for about the past seven years. (laughs) A digital Oscar is created using a 3D printer when the figure is cast in wax. Once it cools, each wax statuette is then coated in a ceramic shell. Then it sits on the shelf for a couple of weeks, and then they fire it up 
at 1,600 degrees Fahrenheit. During that process, the wax then melts away, and that leaves you with a hollow Oscar-shaped form, just like a hollow chocolate bunny. From there, they are cast in liquid bronze, cooled, sanded, and polished. And then the statuettes are put in a truck, and they take them to Brooklyn, and each one is electroplated in 24-karat gold by a specialist firm. All right. So there's your process. Hmm. They used to be just cast in bronze and they put on the put on the gold. Sounds like it's a lot more complicated now, doesn't it? And uh, yeah, each Oscar is thirteen and a half inches tall and they weigh eight and a half pounds, so they're kind of hefty. Yeah, a little bit. The whole process from beginning to end takes about three months to hmm. make one Oscar statuette. Well, I think the ceramics probably make it kind of. And that that's a portion of what makes it so heavy, I guess. So when you see the, all those people holding their Oscars, you can recite all these facts to the friends, your friends in the room there. <laughs> yeah, that's electroplated <laughs> gold. Impress them, yeah. <laughs> it's 819 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at what's going on in sports. We'll start with college men's basketball last night, opening round of the American Conference Tournament in Fort Worth, Wichita State taking on last place Tulsa. Only a five-point lead at halftime for the Shocks, but I think the halftime message was feed the ball inside. Yep, and those high-percentage shots were falling. Boy, were they. The Shockers came out of the second half and made 17 of their first 21 shots after halftime. Most of those were in the paint. Shockers outscored Tulsa 48-24 in the paint. Those high-percentage shots were paying off. Mike Kennedy, Dave Dahl, Bob Hull had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Shockers on the attack. Bell dribbling right to left. Hands it to Porter. Drives down into the lane. Double-team to Rojas. Cutting to the basket for the dunk. And a foul. He was fouled on the way up. They'll count the basket. He has a chance for the three-point play. Shockers dominate in the second half and roll Tulsa. Shocks were up by as many as 26. They won it by 18. 81-63 was the final score. Craig Porter Jr. was in charge for the Shockers. A career-high 11 assists. He had zero turnovers. Playing at a very high level. All right, Shockers get the win. They're now 17-14 on the season. Now the Shockers are into the quarterfinals. Wichita State taking on number three seed Tulane in the late game tonight. So that'll tip off sometime after 8 o'clock tonight. Maybe around 8.30. And live coverage begins with the pregame show with Mike Kennedy and the radio crew at 7.30 this evening. You can listen live on 103.7 KEYN. And FanDuel has Wichita State as a one-and-a-half-point underdog going up against the Green Wave. Usually the game, these teams play pretty close contests. All right, let's go up to the Big 12 tournament in the quarterfinals yesterday at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, Missouri. Of course, Kansas head coach Bill Self is not with his team for the Big 12 tournament this week after Coach Self was hospitalized, went to the emergency room Wednesday night for what they're calling a standard procedure. We don't really know much more than that. But Coach Self is not with his team this week. Without Coach Self, the Jayhawks had no trouble yesterday. Third-ranked Kansas beat West Virginia in the quarterfinals, 78-61. On to the semifinals now for the Jayhawks. They take on Iowa State. That game will tip off at 6 o'clock tonight. Listen to KU live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. FanDuel has KU as a a 4.5-point favorite against the Cyclones this evening. The late game last night had 12th-ranked Kansas State taking on 22nd-ranked TCU. And this one was no contest. TCU 
was just on full cylinders all night long, beating K-State 80-67. K-State exits the Big 12 tournament with one loss. K-State now 23-9 and on the season, but the Wildcats don't seem to be playing their best basketball right now. They have a losing record in their last 11 games. College baseball this weekend in Wichita at X Stadium. Shockers are hosting Stetson coming to town for a three-game series as the Hatters make their way here from Florida. 3 o'clock this afternoon, 1 o'clock tomorrow, 11 a.m. on Sunday. Listen to all the Shocker baseball games on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. High school basketball, state tournament action going on all over the place. The 5A, the Class 5A tournament is in Emporia, and man, we have some good games up in Class 5A in the Final Four. Class uh, 5A girls, this evening at 6 o'clock, it's the number two seed, Bishop Carroll, taking on Andover. Both teams are 21-2, and two. winner advances to play for the state championship. And on the boys' side of the bracket, we have some great games up at Class 5A in Emporia. Cape and Mount Carmel takes on Hutchinson. Both teams are 22-1 and one on the season. That's the late game tonight at 8 o'clock. And before that, uh, we have Andover taking on Topeka Highland Park in the other half of the bracket. Highland Park is undefeated at 23-0. Andover is 21-2. It's another big matchup with the winner heading to the state championship game. That game will be at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Lots of great high school basketball going on all over the state of Kansas. Wichita Thunder hockey team won on the road last night at Rapid City, 6-4. Thunder in third place in the division. The second place Wichita Wings soccer team is home, wrapping up the regular season home portion of the schedule at 7 o'clock tomorrow night at Hartman Arena, hosting the New Mexico Runners at 7 o'clock. The Wings are on a three-game winning streak. And in indoor football, it's the first game ever for Wichita's new indoor team, the Regulators, hosting the Queen City Asylum. That game is at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon at Hartman Arena in Park City. Sports with Stephen Ted. It is 824 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have a traffic and weather update and exactly how communism starts will be discussed on the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. That's next on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 8.33. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Friday, March 10th. Currently in Wichita, we have a cloudy sky. It is 33 degrees. One man is in stable condition after being hit by a car or perhaps even two cars in northeast Wichita. It was about 7.45 last evening. The report of an injury accident, an injured pedestrian near North Parkwood Lane and 21st North. It's just to the east of the Wichita State University campus. Officers arrived, locating a 55-year-old man who had been hit by a vehicle, maybe a second vehicle as well, as cars left the scene. The man was hospitalized in critical condition, now in stable condition. KSN News spoke with Police Sergeant Larry J. Carlson. Police do have a lead and a vehicle description. We have some leads on it. We believe one of them is a light-colored vehicle. Possibly silver, but more than likely we can go with light at this time. And police are asking anyone with video evidence or information about this case to call 911. Wichita North High School revealing the logo of its new mascot, the Red Hawks, yesterday at a pep rally. The logo, designed by Bill Gardner, is a profile of a bird's head and neck with a wing behind it. 
Wichita North also revealing the new logo on the basketball court. It was last year, it was two years ago rather, the Wichita School Board voted to drop the school's previous mascot, the Redskins. Late last year, Wichita North High School revealed its new mascot as the Red Hawks. Students voted between the approved names of Wolfpack, Red Hawks, North Stars, and Red Storm. And North is now known as the Red Hawks. Weston Schartz is the head football coach at Cape and Mount Carmel High School in Wichita. For more than four decades, the Wichita native has coached at several schools. His teams have won city and state championships. KNSS News asks Charts if he can spot the potential in a youngster. Athletically, it's very, very easy to to uh, pick that out. But the uh, the it takes more than athletically. You got to look into their heart, look into their you know um, mind, and and how they react to certain things. Some people will surprise you, but most of the time, you have a good idea of this guy wants to change, and he's really serious about it. And uh, we try to do go the extra mile for those type of kids. Weston Schartz is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, tomorrow morning and Sunday morning at 8 o'clock on KNSS. Florida is having some major problems with snakes. Not only is Florida's python problem growing, it's exploding. 20 years ago, the invasive Burmese python existed only in the southern tip of Everglades National Park. Today, based on new data by the U.S. Geological Survey, its territory now encompasses all of southern Florida, a third of the state, up to Fort Myers, Lake Okeechobee, and West Palm Beach. The pythons have no predators in Florida, so they're decimating the small mammal population by 90% in some areas. They even devour alligators. There are an estimated one to 300,000 pythons roaming Florida. And while the state's annual python hunt catches around 200 every year, that seems to be barely making a dent. In the Everglades, Phil Keating, Fox News. It's 8.37 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's check our weather forecast for the weekend with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell below freezing overnight across Wichita and south-central Kansas. It'll be partly cloudy with some sunshine this afternoon, our high 52. Clouding back up, breezy and not as cold overnight, Charlo near 40. Some areas of light rain and or drizzle during the day on Saturday with a high in the low 60s. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northeast. It's cloudy and 33 degrees here on this Friday morning. 8.37 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and that means it is time to blur that fine line between news and entertainment. That's why it's called The Blur. And here is your presider, Jad Chambers. Well, of course, it's uh, this weekend. Stars coming out for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox's M- Michelle Polino has a... A little bit of a preview. The 95th Annual Academy Awards are hosted for a third time by Jimmy Kimmel. This year's clear frontrunner, Everything Everywhere All at Once, leads this year's list of nominees with 11, including Best Picture. I'm not your husband. I'm another version of from another universe. The film starring Michelle Yeoh has already blazed a multiverse path through the previous award ceremonies, grabbing hardware at the Golden Globes, the SAGs, the PGA Awards. All Quiet on the Western Front and the Banshees of Inishirin follow with nine nominations each. Elvis has eight, The Fableman seven, Tar and Top Gun with six each. The Oscars air live on ABC at 8 Eastern. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Of course, everything, everywhere, all at once. I've really been meaning to see that, so hopefully I'll get a chance to do so. Hopefully this weekend, but we'll guess we'll just have to see. But uh, yeah, I do want to see that movie. 
Um, Emmy Award winning actor Robert Blake, who was acquitted of murder in the death of his wife, has died. Fox's Kevin Uretsky uh, does have details. Anise announced that Blake died of heart disease in Los Angeles while surrounded by family. Blake acted since childhood, appearing for five years in the Hour Gang comedies as Mickey. His most famous role came in the mid-70s when he played private detective Tony Beretta. The character was known for having a cockatoo on his shoulder and earned Blake a Best Actor Emmy. In 2001, his wife Bonnie Bakley was shot to death after the couple had dinner in an L.A. area restaurant. Blake claimed she was killed while he was inside retrieving a gun he had left behind. He was arrested and charged with her death a year later. Prosecutors claimed he hired a hitman, but he was eventually cleared at trial. Robert Blake was 89 years old. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. All right. Promised you a story on professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so here we go. World Wrestling Entertainment is looking to venture into the sports betting landscape. This is according to a CNBC report. They're exploring legalized betting on scripted matches. The company has reportedly held discussion with state gambling regulators in Colorado and Michigan. Potentially, a deal could change the way that the WWE creative uh, process works. It would almost have to. Uh, WWE, mm. WWE talent wouldn't know the result of their matches until just an hour or two before performing. Uh, the WWE aims to work with accounting firm Ernst & Young to ensure that the results are not released to the public, and they hope they can convince state gambling regulators that the same principle can work in wrestling. So right. Yeah. CNBC reports that the Colorado Division of Gaming is not currently considering plans to allow sports betting, sports betting wagers on WWE matches. Although they're no stranger to the sports betting world, the company has worked with DraftKings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, ahead of WrestleMania 37, for example, fans were able to place, uh, place prop bets on what wrestlers would do in any given match. I guess, you know... Get three to one on a chair shot to the face right. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, something. I don't know exactly how that works, but uh, yeah, WWE wants to jump into the sports gambling world. I'm sure there's money to be had, and I guess if there is, companies will do what they can to try and glom on to that. But man, betting on scripted results—I don't know. That just doesn't sound like it works. Late-night hosts might have something to say about that, but that'll be a little Mm -hmm. bit later. Uh, Post-production editors for one of the country's most popular late-night television shows preparing to strike. Fox's Michelle Polino with details. NBC's Saturday Night Live is bracing for a possible strike from the post-production editors. The show has a deadline set of April 1st, barring an agreement with producer NBC Universal. The 12 to 20 editing crew members have announced that they intend to stop work and walk off the show. The group's negotiations center on what they deem as pay inequality and health benefits. Members of the editing team for the late-night sketch show say they are paid rates far below industry standards, while colleagues working other jobs on the show receive pay appropriate to their crafts. NBC Universal has offered annual increases that fall short of annual raises, despite increases to cost of living. Michelle Polino, Fox News. There we go. All right, Jed. My question is: Yes. What does a post-production editor do on a show that's broadcast live? That I couldn't. Is it tell stuff you. that they eventually put on the web? I guess. 
I was like, why do you need a post-production editor on a show that is live? Also brings into question how live it might be. There could be could be interesting production wrangles going on there as well. We don't really ever know, but ah, we'll have to see. I guess technically, since they're post-production, they could continue to do the show uh, while the strike goes on, and then we'll see what they were doing. <laughs> I guess we can... F- we can always find out there. Got some birthdays in the uh, entertainment okay. world. Carrie Underwood, 40 years old today. Ah. 70 million records worldwide. Pretty good for an unknown little blonde girl from Oklahoma. Yeah, who won the fourth season American of American Idol. Idol. Yep. Yeah. And boy, did she cash in. That's incredible. Yeah. Eight Grammy Awards, 12 Billboard Music Awards, 11 American Music Awards, five Guinness World Records. Inductions into the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the Grand Old Opry. And now she's 40? Carrie Underwood, 40 oh years old gosh. today. Yeah. Uh, John Hamm. I, I feel like I'm like 40 years older than Carrie Underwood. <laughs> but she, right. But right. there's not that much difference. Okay, go Exactly. On. Go on. Uh, John Hamm turned 52 today. Oh, John Hamm. Uh, of course, probably best known for Mad Men, obviously. Uh, he won a Golden Globe mm-hmm. for Best Actor in a Television Series Drama in 2008 uh, for Mad Men. Uh, two Screen Actors Guild Award for uh, Outstanding Ensemble in a Drama Series and a Primetime Emmy Award for Lead Actor in a Drama Series. So there you go. He's from Missouri. From Missouri, indeed. Yeah. John Hamm, 52 years old. I like John Hamm. You know, I'm getting a little sick of the... Uh, the, the, the most recent round of commercials. Well, that's Progressive's fault, not his. That's Progressive's <laughs> fault, not his, but they did kind of start off funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. was laughing at first. I they, know, but they've worn out their welcome. Progressive always drives stuff into the ground right. long since it's funny. Yeah. But I have enjoyed those. Sharon Stone, 65 years old Sharon today. Stone. That's right. Uh, basic instinct. Yeah, crossing the legs. Exactly. And, and uh, Newman. Yeah, Newman. <laughs> Newman from Seinfeld sweating as she's doing so. Exactly. And, and here's here's another birthday. Oh, yeah. Black belt level martial artist in Sang Tudo, uh, Sang Sudo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo, Carlos Ray Norris, 83 years old today. Of course, better known by his nickname Chuck. It's Walker Texas Rangers birthday today. Now, once again, tell me how old he is. <laughs> Walker's 83. 83. Today. That is right. Chuck so, Norris is 83. Here's a little Walker, Texas wow. Ranger. Time's up, Ranger. Hey, drop it or you're dead. Oh! Never listen. <laughs> and a little Walker, Texas Ranger for everybody there. But yeah, he is uh, 83 years old today. Oh my God. God. Well, we promised you some late night jokes on oh, okay. WWE. So here we go. The Tonight, uh, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. He was, uh, he was a. Oh, doesn't look like we have that one. Well, I guess we'll skip that one and we'll go on to uh, the Late Late Show with James Corden. He really let him have it. So here we go. The WWE is in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on high-profile wrestling matches, despite the fact that the outcomes are scripted. I can see it now. I see it now. People will be like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, if wrestling is fake, why did the bank just take away my house? 
And that's not not an unthinkable thing that no. can happen. So there we go. Anyway, that's uh, all we have for the blur today, Ted. Thank you, Chad. And we'll hit the blur again. Entertainment news on Monday morning after the weekend. Have the full results in the Oscars. Yeah. All right. It is 847 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Eight fifty one with Stephen Ted in the morning on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. We have a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal coming up. We'll take a look at a government panel put on by the Business Journal. Now, Stephen Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. A pedestrian, the victim of a hit and run accident in northeast Wichita last evening, a fifty five year old man hospitalized in critical condition. Two. Kansas men's basketball coach Bill Self hospitalized for what they're calling a standard procedure, but doctors are not talking about the nature nor extent of that procedure. One. Daylight saving time on Sunday. Clocks spring ahead by one hour this weekend. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Starting in just a few minutes, they're going to be closing a lane southbound on I-135 from 45th Street North down to 37th Street North in that construction project up there at the uh, North Junction. That's going to go from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. today. Again, uh, southbound I-135 reduced to a single lane from 45th Street North to 37th. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. And look at our weather forecast heading into the weekend. A high today of 52 degrees on a partly sunny day. Not as cold, breezy, and clouding up overnight. Low down to 40. And looking ahead to the weekend, some scattered light rain and drizzle at times tomorrow on a windy Saturday. A high of 62. And then cooling off a little cooler on Sunday with a high of 51. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northeast under a cloudy sky. It is 33 degrees. We're on our way to a high of 52 here on this Friday. 
Coming up right after we're finished at 9 o'clock, the Glenn Beck Program. And, of course, that on a Friday, it means special guest Bill O'Reilly with the news of the day. That'll be at 10.30 this morning on the Glenn Beck Program, which runs 9 to 11 every weekday morning right after us here on KNSS. Now let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal, the annual Business Journal Government Panel. Spoke with, took questions from the Business Journal's Emerging Leaders Group yesterday. Decidedly younger look. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple turned 40 last year. New Sedgwick County Commissioner Ryan Beatty, also in his early 40s. City Council Member Brandon Johnson. In his second term, he is not even out of his mid-30s yet. So some younger politicians in the group. They were joined by Wichita City Manager Bob Layton and County Manager Tom Stoles. A little more veteran in the room. And uh, Kirk Simonoff from the Business Journal said he was struck by all of the panelists' passions for addressing what's proving to be our big challenges, homelessness and mental health concerns. And the panelists all had their convictions on why attacking the problem through collaboration is critical to the overall well-being of the community. Homelessness and mental health conversations are the focus this week on episode 300 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast, which is put on by the Wichita Business Journal. There was a 70-minute panel discussion with the Business Journal with all those folks yesterday. Panelists optimistic about being able to look back at the, at the year and be proud of the advances made in these critical community problems. And each wants to address these problems confidently. So make sure you listen to that. Episode 300 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. That is put on by the Wichita Business Journal. That's a local business update from Steve and Ted here on KNSS. All right. Uh... Daylight saving time on Sunday, so we lose an hour of sleep or an hour of activity or whatever, however you want to phrase it, this weekend. Yeah, sure. But your clock's a spring ahead by one hour going from Saturday into Sunday, so keep that in mind. And we have tons of great high school, JUCO, college basketball going on all weekend long, so have a great time. And, of course, the uh, Wagon-O-Masters Patty Party tomorrow from noon to 5 at Nasker Park downtown. So a lot of great things going on. Here in Wichita. Thanks for being with us here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Have a great weekend. Get Wichita business. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 